Well, good morning and welcome to Transformed. Today I'm going to talk to you, I'm going to begin a series of about seven sessions talking about the difference between statesmen and politicians. Today's topic is going to be about crossing the party line. Welcome to today's message with Pastor Jim Balzano. As always, I want to say thanks to Park Home for our studio furniture and for Taylor Design and Events for designing the studio. You know, I did a piece where I wrote something on Facebook a number of weeks ago and I was talking about that we really are in need of statesmen in our country right now. We need it on so many levels. Um, and so let me give us a working definition for what it is to be a statesman. The definition is that in most respects, a statesman is the opposite of a politician. Politicians are thought of as people who will do anything to get elected or gain power. A statesman is someone who does everything for the common good of the people that he or she represents. Now, I was asked a question on who I might identify as statesmen and who I might identify as power-grubbing politicians. And I didn't want to go into names, but what I did do in the course of that was list eight attributes of that I think statesmen have. Let me give those eight to you, and then I'll come back to the one we're doing today. First of all, they cross party lines for the benefit of the whole. Secondly, they serve the interest of others before self-interest. Third, they have humility over hubris. Fourth, they have character over charisma. Fifth, they are solutions-oriented rather than systems-oriented. Six, they use power to empower people rather than disempower people. Seven, they use authority as a tool to elevate people, not a weapon to wield against people. And eight, they make decisions to be right, not to be reelected. There was a time when I was younger in my ministry, about 36, 37 years old, I was serving on the sectional council of our um, section of the Assemblies of God churches. On one occasion, our former presbyter, Frank Linton, who was a, a gem of a man, called me and said, Jimmy, I want you to go to a church meeting with me. I said, OK. I, so I met him and we went to this meeting. On the way, I said to him, what are we doing, by the way? He said, well, we're going to a church where they're going to take a vote of confidence on the pastor. It was kind of funny. I was really wondering where they saw that biblically. But at any rate, I said, OK. So we get to the church. And when we walked in, there were 19 voting members present. It's just a small rural church. There were 17 people sitting on one side. And there were two sitting on the other side of the aisle. I remember looking at Frank and I says, I don't know which way the vote's going to go, Frank, but it's a landslide. And sure enough, when they took the vote, it was 17 to 2 not to retain the pastor. It was interesting to, for, for me. Right off the bat, I noticed that there's a division. There's 17 on one side. There's two on the other. There's an aisle in between. And that aisle in between was um, indicative of a wall that had been built between two ideology. An aisle is something that's to be a passageway for common good. But the fact of the matter is it's partisanship causes the aisle in between to become a wall of division rather than a passageway for common good. The aisle represented the gulf between two ideologies that brought division between a people. Partisanship was trumping unity. And unity isn't agreeing on all things, 
but it does mean we don't have to be divided even when we disagree. Now, in our country right now, partisanship is at an all-time high. You can't turn the television on without seeing it. You can't go to Facebook without seeing it. You can't read the newspaper without seeing it. There seems as if there can be no middle ground on any issue. It's either one or the other. It's either black or white. There is certainly no gray. You can predict how a vote is going to go in the House of Representatives, and then you can ex almost exactly predict how it's going to go in the Senate. Voting party lines is the norm, even if what is being proposed is the best scenario for the country. Politicians vote partisan because they're playing to their base in order to secure their seat. They often vote partisan simply to oppose the opposite party in order to try to undermine what the other party is trying to accomplish. They vote partisan based upon the ideology of a party rather than what's the best ideology for a country. You know, when I think about this, in the face of a, a pandemic, this threat, this COVID-19 threat that was a common enemy, there should have been a united front that stood up together, Democrat and Republican together, that said party lines are erased as we face this threat. Party lines are erased until we win this battle against an enemy. They should be standing arm in arm, supporting each other in mutual respect as the battle is waged against the virus. Yet, that can't be done when the pandemic is seen as an opportunity rather than a threat. You see, the moment politicians see a pandemic as an opportunity for party advancement, or personal agenda advancement, bipartisanship goes out the door. The moment that politicians see the crisis as an opportunity to advance personal and party agendas, the threat is empowered through division. We actually empower our common enemy. The moment our war against a common enemy becomes our opportunity for advancement at the expense of what's best, it's the moment we empower our common enemy. You see, statesmen have to see the issue for what it is. They must view the issue through the lens of what's common good. You, you see, politicians pandering for a vote, they look at the pandemic. They look at the situation. They look at a circumstance through a party line that says, how can my party benefit because of this? That's not what statesmen do. Statesmen see it for what it is. They view it for what it is, and they view it with common good in mind. If everything you do is according to a party line, then you're not a statesman. Because the reality of it is, not every idea on the left is bad, and not every idea on the right is bad. Not every idea on the left is good, and not every idea on the right is good. Yes, there are extremes on each side of the aisle, but it is, though, but it is those extremes that a bipartisan spirit will defeat. You see, and yet, Partisanship exists in almost every facet of our life. It can exist in families, churches, businesses. You name it, it can exist there. Let me ask you a question. If you're a leader today, let me ask you this question. Are you a statesman or are you a politician? Let me talk to you who are believers in Jesus Christ. Those who I would say are citizens of the kingdom of God. Because in reality... When we are born anew from above, we become citizens of God's kingdom.
And our first allegiance is to his kingdom. Our first ideology flows from him and his kingdom. And so as a believer, are you a statesman of heaven? Or are you a Republican first or a Democrat first? I would suggest that we are called to be the statesmen of heaven. Jesus was the ultimate statesman of heaven. I want you to think about his life for a moment. Jesus came and he came to earth in the form of a man. Bible tells me he crossed party lines when he, the Jewish man, the Jewish rabbi, went into Samaria where Jews didn't go. He went into Samaria to find a woman next to a well. Jesus crossed party lines when he, the clean, had the audacity to touch the unclean leper. He did the unthinkable. He crossed over. Jesus crossed party lines when he healed the Canaanite's, Canaanite woman's little girl. There she was, demon-possessed, and she was a Canaanite. Jesus crossed party lines when he, the innocent, died for the guilty. You know, it's amazing. He walked with these 12 men who were his apostles, and he had to teach them repeatedly how to cross, quote, party lines. He had to teach those who were Jewish how they would have to interact with Gentiles. It's amazing to me that he had to teach James and John that no, they could not call fire from heaven to destroy that Samaritan village whenever they rejected him. Jesus told his disciples they would be witnesses to Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the earth. They were to become the statesmen of the kingdom of heaven. As they walked this earth, the temptation was to be a politician or was to be a party line but Jesus brought them something, brought them a mandate. And that mandate was, you go and you be my witnesses and you be my statesmen. Our nation is in a need of true statesmen that will cross party lines for the common good of the people. We need people in Harrisburg, in our state, who will cross party lines for the benefit of the whole, even if it would cost them their seat. Because statesmen live and work for the common good. Our nation is in need of believers who are true statesmen of heaven, who cross the party lines for common good. It's amazing to me to watch partisanship that still exists in churches and with denominations. You still have some of those party lines between the fundamentalists and the, you have the Baptists, the Pentecostals, and you have all these things that seem to divide us and this partisanship that exists. Now, understand, Bipartisanship does not exclude sound doctrine, but it does exclude the doctrine of men. And generally what divides us isn't cardinal doctrines, but rather it's the doctrine and the traditions of men. It's amazing. Jesus never spoke against the law of God, but there were many times he would speak to the Pharisees and he would say, your tradition says this. You see, because there was often times that their tradition was in opposition to the law of God. We have to, as the statesmen of heaven, say what is truly that which is the principles of God's kingdom and what are those that have become party lines that are maybe man-made. In a day and age where our nation is desperately in need of statesmen, in a day and age where our state and our local governments are in need of statesmen, Men and women 
who will say, I will cross a party line for the good of the people. In that day and age, I would also say that for you and I, the believer, you and I, children of God, you and I, citizens of God's kingdom, we must at times as well be willing to cross, quote, the party line and be the statesmen of heaven as we live among the kingdoms of the world. God's called you to be an ambassador. So don't allow yourself to succumb to the temptation of political agendas, personal agendas that will absolutely steal what it means to be the statesman of heaven. Have a great day.